And good evening. All right. So today's daf is daf membeis, page forty-two in the Hilgah Maseches Ksubis. We pick up from the bottom of daf mem aluf hamid beis the brand new perek, the fourth perek of Ksubis. Let us get going. We're familiar with the first Mishnah. We brought it up on a previous dafin in the third perek. So let us get going. Nara shenespatza. If you have a nara, a girl between the age of twelve and twelve and six months who was seduced. Since she's not yet a Bulgaria, she's not yet a complete adult, so any busha, any payment that comes because of embar- embarrassment or pagama, loss of value on the market, uknasa and the fine, shalavia is going to go to the father. However, the hatsar bitfusa. And, I'm sorry, not however, also the tsar, if there would be a payment of tsar for pain, and what would that apply? By somebody who, who uh, a woman, uh, a young girl who was ma'ane, who was a victim of a violation of being raped, so then as well, it's going to go to the father. All right. So if she's seduced, the, all the payments of seduction go to the father. If she's violated, all the payments of violation go to the father. Now the is going to get into some nuance and say, hey, what's the halacha if she? was victimized. However, before there was a ruling in Besdin, the father died. Right? So they took, she took everybody to court with a claim against them, and then the father dies. The halacha is, harei hein shal'av. Still, the, any uh, monetary obligation that the um, abuser, the, yeah, the abuser um, did is going to go to the estate of the father. Mesa av harein shall achin. If the father dies, it's going to go to the brothers. While you speak alamid bedin ad shemesa av. Let's say there was no nobody even stood in court, and the father had died. So when they went into court, the father was already gone. Stan harein shall asma. That's where we say it's not part of the estate, and the money is going to go directly to her. Am the bedin ad shalay bagra. Let's say she took him to Bezdin before she became a Bogaris. Okay. However, Rav Shimon says, no, it's not a matter of taking to court. What matters is when the ruling was given. If she, there was no obligation of payment yet, and now the father dies, then, but at the time of the obligation, of the Bezdin deciding that there's an obligation, the father's not around anymore, the father's six feet under, then it belongs to her. Gibaldic, top of today's daf. And you should know, in general, uh, uh, the, the halacha of a nara is anything that she, any salary that she brings in, anything that she finds, it goes to the father. Even though she didn't collect it yet in the Bezin, if the father uh, passes away, then it's going, to, it's going to go to the estate of the father, which ultimately means the brothers are going to inherit it. Okay, here we go. Fascinating Mishnah. Starts out with the laws of seduction and violation. And then it moves on to some other halachas that pertain to uh, making a difference at what point the... the um, money or the rights to the money is transferred from the father over to her. Here we go. Says the Gemara. 
What's the Chiddush of the Mishnah? Tanina, we already learned. If somebody seduces a girl, he pays three things. And one who violates her has to pay four, also for the pain. If you seduce a girl, you pay the three payments of embarrassment, loss of value, and fine. So what's our Mishnah kicking in over here in the beginning and saying, oh, by the way, if somebody seduces a girl... Right? Then he's, uh, you know, the payments go to the father's shkayach. We know, we already know those halachas. Answer the Gemara, lavi al No. It's letting us know that it goes to the father. Because in the Mishnah earlier, what did we say? There's payments. Did we say that all the payments are going to be collected by the father? No. That wasn't so clear. So over here, that's what we're adding in. Fine. Says the Gemara, not true. Since we said that a mafata, um, uh, is going to pay. Somebody seduces a girl is going to pay. Now, if the payment is going to her, remember we had this a couple of blood ago. There's, if, if she willingly went into this seduction, she was seduced this. She went into it this willingly. Does it make sense that she should receive the payment? No. You know why? Because we'll say her agreement is like a mechila. It's like a forgiveness of any monetary obligation. But she can't remove the... Uh, she, she, she can't be Michael on something that's owed to her father. So since we say there's no Mechila, it must be, there's no free, it must be that it goes to the father. So that's also not a Chiddush of the Mishnah. She did it on her own. She did it with her own Das. So again, we already know the Chiddush that it goes to the father. We know the Chiddush. We know the novel idea about how many payments there are. So what's our Mishnah coming to teach me? Answer the Gemara. The whole Chiddush of the Mishnah, that whole case is listed to tell us about the Machlekas, the discrepancy between the Tanakhama, the first author, and Rab Shimon as to at what point in the judgment do we say it's already considered in the estate of the father. Okay, and that's what led us to the Machlekas. Says the, says the Gemara, Tanan Hosam. We learned in a Mishnah over there. Where's over there? So we are pointed over by the uh, Gimel to a Gemara in Shavuos. Anasta upitia esbiti. Listen to what happens. Yankel walks over to Reuven. He says, Reuven, you either violated or seduced my daughter. Yankel says to Reuven, and Reuven says, what are you talking about? I never did nothing with your daughter. So what does Yankel say to Reuven? Mashbiachani. Swear. The Omar Amen, which is an expression when you respond Amen to that obligation, you're basically swearing. So Ruvain says, Yeah, Amen, Amen to that. I'll swear to that. The Achakachaida, and then afterwards he says, You know what? I did seduce her or I did violate her. Now here's the problem. I mean, there's a big problem, but here's the additional problem. In addition to the monetary obligations that we need to handle as far as the seduction. Or violation, we also need to deal with the fact that he swore falsely, which obligates a knas. It obligates a fine when you swear falsely. So here we go. So says the Brisa, Chayev. So under these circumstances, this guy who swore falsely is going to be obligated to pay the fine and whatever is claimed about him. Rav Shimon Paiter, Rav Shimon says, No, you're Pater. She'ena Mishalim Knas Al Piyatzmai. Because he doesn't pay a knas al piatzmai. He's the one admitting that he swore falsely. So the added fine on the swearing falsely, you don't need to pay. Because it's coming through your own admission. Amrulay, they said to Rav Shimon, 
They said to him, hey, we don't understand you. That's a kanas. What about everything else? So therefore, when he said, I didn't do it, you know what that means? He's, this is not just uh, being mode, admitting about a knas. There's other financial obligations that come into play. And therefore, he's going to be chayav for a carbon on the false uh, shvua, on the false swearing. Abai asked a question searching for information from Rabbah. Haimel Chaveri guy says to his friend, You either violated or seduced my daughter, and, and there was a Bezdin that obligated you to pay me, and you haven't paid. Not true, no way, no how, that never happened. Vinishvan, he swore about it, Vahida, and then afterwards he admitted that he swore falsely. So Reb Shimon, my, according to Reb Shimon, what's the Allah in this case? Why would this case be any different? Kivan since the Ahmad Bedin, since there was already a, a judgment, a case in court. So which is a fascinating additional chiddush. What we're learning over here is once Bezdin gives a ruling, even if it's about a fine, that becomes a monetary obligation. So do we say that since the claim against him was that a court already obligated the fine, so all the laws of fine now fall off and you have to pay everything, including the additional, including the sacrifice. We say that no, it retains the status of being a knas. And this that he admitted afterwards is going to get him off the hook from the knas. So Rabbi responds to Abaye, who was, again, not challenging, just a question searching for information. And he says, No, it's, once Bezdin gives a ruling, it's considered a monetary obligation. And you're going to have to bring a sacrifice for the false oath. So now Abaye is no longer going to ask us question searching for information. Now he's going to challenge Rabba's answer to the question that he had searching for information. He says, one second, Rabba, I'm going to challenge you on that. Reb Shimon, I'm Reb Shimon says, Yochel, I might have thought. One who says this friend, I either violated or seduced. Um, somebody says, you violated or seduced my daughter. Vuoymer. And the accused person says, no, or somebody says to, Yankel uh, says to Reuven, your ox killed my servant. And Reuven says, no, or Eved, a servant, an Eved Kanani, walks over to a master and he says, hey, I lost a tooth. He bought the You busted out my tooth. I should go free. Shane Vayan. And Avakanani goes free if, uh, if a master uh, you know, knocks his tooth out. He said, You knock my tooth out. I'm out of here. And the master says, No, I didn't knock out your tooth. I didn't knock out your eye. And then afterwards, he agrees that he actually did that to his servant. Or in all these cases, yeah, my ox did kill your slave, so on and so forth. I would think that you're obligated to bring a carbon. When somebody is weak, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's not telling the truth. But Amisoy in his nation, the Pikadan, about a Pikadan, about a deposit left by him, I'm assume as Yad, or a, or a, um, uh, or a, if he borrowed money, a Begazel, or he lied about stealing, a Ashik, or he, or uh, forcing somebody to sell you something, um, or uh, a Ashik is either if you, if you um, forcibly purchase something, if somebody doesn't want to purchase something, and you force them, it could also mean you, you don't pay somebody what you promised you're going to pay them. 
You say, tell them I'm pay you 15 bucks an hour and they come to get their paycheck. You say, you know what? I'm only paying you $12 an hour. You don't pay them what you originally said. In all these cases, you you said never happened. Then you swore falsely and then you admitted. Just like these, all, all our monetary obligations. And so too, anytime you have a, you swear about a monetary obligation, you're going to have to bring a carbon asham. Yatsu elu knas. Which excludes these cases, which are a knas and not a mum and, and not a monetary obligation. Hence, you're not going to be obligated. My love, Bishamad Bidin. So, are we talking about a case where there was already a ruling in court and still we're saying that you're not chayav for bringing, uh, you're not chayav on a karba on top of Ahmed Bey? Says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. Maybe we're dealing with a case where they didn't yet. Have their day in court. I says the Gemara. It's not possible. I'll tell you why. If you're going to tell me the first part, it, well, I'm not if you're going to tell me. We know the first part of the price means you already came to court. So the Seifa also is going to be that you came to court. Now, how do you know the first part of the Brisa was where they already had their day in court? I'll tell you. The Tanya Reisha, we learned the first part of the Brisa. These, um, I only know. Devarim things, Shemeshalman Alayan, it's a Karen. Things that you're obligated to pay for the Karen. The Karen is the, the main principal amount of, uh, you know, of let's say a damage or a loan or whatever you're obligated monetarily. I know all these other halachos, which include fine payments. How do I also know that? Um, how do I also know? That it's similar, it's going to have the same halacha as a monetary obligation. Talmud Lamar, Umay Lamal, Riba. It says, and Umay Lamal means he did many, many different inappropriate things. So, Riba, it expands your regular monetary obligations and it, incli- it, it includes even fine obligations. Says, what are you talking about? What's the case? If they didn't yet have a day in court, where's the kefal? Only a Bezdin, only a court rules about Kefa. So if they never came to Din, where's Kefa? How are we even starting? Salapshita must be that the ratio, the first part of the, of the Brisa, Bisham Abedin. It's certainly where they already were in court. Now, let's get to the ultimate punch over here. Umi the ratio, Bisham Abedin. Since the first part of the Brisa is dealing with it, they had their day in court. Say, Fanamik Shah Abedin. Don't tell me that they weren't in court yet. You see, they were in court in the Seifa. And still, what are we saying? You don't need to bring. The car, you're not obligated to carbon ocean by a knas. Gavaldik. Amar Lehi says back to him, Really, if you want, I could answer you. I, not if you want. If I wanted, I could answer you. You could say, maybe the ratio and Seifa are different, which we don't like doing, right? Again, we, we don't like saying the ratio and Seifa are different, that the ratio maybe is when they were in court by the Kefeld, the Seifa's not. But he says, it's, it's not a direct proof. It's very possible there is a difference over here. Maybe there is a difference. Maybe the ratio is they were in court and safe or not. However, and, and I'll say the cooler of Shimini, and the entire Mishnah is the teaching of Rebbe Shimon. Okay, meaning in the first part, the whole thing's Rebbe Shimon, when, when, and the ratio where you had your day in court, the halach is going to be your chayav in a karban, and the seifa, you're not going to be chayav in a karban because you didn't stand in court. Okay, that's one thing I could say, I could answer you. However, v'shinuya dechiki lai I know you're not going to like it. So I'm not going to give you that answer. So it is an answer, but I know you're not going to like it. I'm not going to say it. Now, Dan Cain, because if I would say that, Amartili, you're going to say to me, 
listening ratio, Rabbi Shimoni, you know, you know those people are always telling you what you're going to, right? Your side of the conversation too, they're that smart. He says, you're going to say, listening ratio, Rabbi Shimoni, or let's say, say for the very If it was true that the whole thing's Rabbi Shimon, according to my opinion, so it should have said that the whole thing was Rabbi Shimon. Even the ratio of Seifa. Ella, rather, a kula kishama badin. It must be the entire Bryce is dealing with uh, where the, they did have their day in court. The ratio Rabbanam is Seifa Rabbi the Reisha is the Rabbanon, and the Seifa is Rabbi Shimon. And I will admit to you, when it comes to the obligation of bringing a Karban Shvua, a sacrifice for a false oath, that the, that the Torah patters him up. Meaning, you're not obligated when you, when you uh, swore falsely about a fine. We're not going to consider it regular money. That's going to obligate you on an Ajam. Because the Torah used the word v'chichesh, okay, where where he lied. V'chichesh is is um, dealing with specifically real monetary obligations. and that's as far as um, yarshening it, giving it over as an inheritance to his children. Okay, gavaldik. So he says, I know your answer. He says, I could give you an answer. I know you're not going to like the answer, but either way, I can wiggle my way out of out of uh, your challenge. Bottom line is going back to the uh, you know to the origin of our conversation. Abaye asked a question, searching for information from Rabbah, and he wanted to know what's the halacha as a fine, the same thing as a as mamon. And then we turned, uh, you know, and uh, he responded. He says that uh, only by money that that once Bezdin gives a ruling on something, it is considered money, and hence there's going to be a chiyuv on the carbon. Challenge the back. Walked away with an answer. Each one, uh, it seems right now that we have a good answer. And that is, if a Bezdin gives a ruling on something, even if it was a ruling about a fine, it's not considered a monetary obligation. If somebody lies about it, swears falsely about it, they're going to bring a sacrifice. That's a challenging question. If she didn't collect the money, and now the father dies. So they had their day in court, but they didn't collect the money. They can keep the Amrit Maman Hayalarish Labanov, but I thought it's money. If it's money, it goes to the estate. Why is she getting it? The brother's the one who should get it. If you're telling me there was already a day in court, there was already a ruling, they just didn't collect it yet? Who, gets, who has rights to that money? Her old man. He's dead. So who gets it after him? Who has inherited her? So it should go to her brothers. Why is it going to her? You should know that Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef, listen to this, incredible. They had a tough time with this for 22 years. 22 years. The light Ifrak, and they couldn't figure it out. Until Rabbi Yosef got the position as Rosh Yeshiva, Upirka, and he was able to walk away with clarity. How's that? How's that? This is incredible. Okay? Do you know why this is incredible? The Gemara is letting us know that sometimes to understand something, you need additional siyata dishmaya. And that siyata dishmaya doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you. It has to do with the responsibility that you take for Klai Yisrael. Once somebody's willing to take an achrayis responsibility for Klai Yisrael, you have an added siyata dishmaya. To get clarity in something that maybe other people wouldn't wouldn't be able to understand, you weren't in the position. It's the position that allows this clarity. It's a beautiful zach, a fascinating thing, right? Things you're not capable of, but all of a sudden you accept. Call Yisrael Dikach Rais. 
The Ebesh descends it. And he said, Shani Hasam, that Ma'ani um, Simafat is different. The Yom Akra, the Pasuk says, V'nasan Isha Shechev Yimol Aviyan Arach HaMishim Kesef. Loi Zichsotar La'av Ela Mishas Nesina. At the time the money is given, that's when the father gets it. And when did Rava say that away outside of uh, away from violation and seduction that is considered a fine? That is Bishar Kanaz by everything else. So the Gemara is walking, what Rava is explaining is Rabbi Yisuf's answer. You're right. In general, if a fine is ruled upon, it now becomes a real monetary obligation. There's an exception to this. And that is Ainusumafata. If there's a ruling that somebody violated or seduced and now he's obligated because of a special pasuk telling me that it's only at the time of giving over that it becomes the father's, she's actually going to get it. And it doesn't go to the estate, hence the uh, a slash the brothers. It says the Gemara, one second, but now what about in the Bryce we gave a, a case where an ox killed an Eved. You got to pay a flat knas of 30 shkalim. Because it says, it should be at the same thing as it should have become a monetary um, law until, uh, you know, uh, and um, it should have become a monetary law even after the ruling. It should remain kanas. Answer the Gemara. There's a difference in yitain and nasa. By one it says, the other one it says, uh, by the father it says, so when it says v'nosan, that means giving. Yitain is different. It could still be considered a monetary obligation, not a kanas. Yachi says more if that's true. Talmud leimar v'chichesh. It says v'chichesh. Talmud leimar v'nosan mi bayadeh. What do you mean v'chichesh? Oh, the argument is v'chichesh means that when you lied about this, so there's a different halacha about what bringing your carbon. I understand. Just say Tamalimar Vinasan mi boy. The reason why is a different halacha is because it says Vinasan and not Yitain. That's the main crux according to what you're saying. Amarabba Rabba answers Kiyashrich Vikhesh Kigain Shamda Badinu Bagro Mesa. Tahasam Kika Yarasavia Mina Dida Ka Yaris. Because over there when her father when she came to the guy and she said, Listen, you were Ma'ani Sumrafatami, and then she became a Bagaris. And then you know what happens? So she would get it, but then she dies. The father would get it as an inheritor of her. So Really, his whole receiving of the money is coming from her estate. Says the Gemara, if it's working in a way where like you're scratching your ear on the other side of your head, you cross your head. And, I don't understand. What does it mean to exclude the other case that are knas? This is a real monetary obligation. We're excluding these things that started out as a class. Meaning maybe right now it is considered mamun, it is considered monetary obligation. However, it's any since originally it started out as a knas, so it's excluded. Another challenging question. And again, what are we challenging? That a person who swears falsely about a fine um, is not obligated in the carbon. Ace face challenging question. Reb Shimon Paita. Reb Shimon says you are potter. Shein mishalim knas al piatzmai because if you admit to a knas, if you admit to a fine, you're off the hook. Okay. Now, taima delay amad bidin. The assumption here is the reason why it's still called a fine. And therefore, when you admit you're off the hook, it's because there was no day in court. But let's say there was a day in court. 
and there was a ruling against him. He's paying al pi atzmai carbon shvua nami mechayev. So tack on the shvua if there was a, if there was a ruling in court and now it's mamon. So tack on the the the, the carbon. Answer the Gemara. Reb Shimon the Devarim the Rabbanu Karmadul. You're right. Except that Reb Shimon is not going in his own opinion. He's going in the Rabbanu's opinion, and he's saying to them as follows: Lididi, according to my own opinion, where I say that you're putter from a fine even after ruling in Bezdin. According to me, but according to you who hold that once there's a ruling, admission is nothing. At least agree. Let's say there wouldn't have been a day in court and a ruling in court. When there's a claim against this guy, whoever's coming with this claim, whether it's the girl, whether it's her father, what they're coming to claim the fifty shkalim. What are they coming after? A fine? Or money. They're coming after a fine. You're going to agree to that. When everything that starts out, the original claim, starts out as a knas, top of tomorrow's daf, and you know that is potter. When somebody admits to a fine, you're potter. And therefore, since if he would be maida, he would be potter, now that he denies it, it's still considered maida beknas potter. Hence, there's not going to be a chi of carbon. For Rabbanan Savi, the Rabbanan say, no, it doesn't matter how it started. Ki katava, paisu begam katava. When you, st- let me tell you something. They say, when you start, you're not only coming after the fine, the 50 shkalim, you're coming after also the embarrassment and the loss of value. There's other obligations there as well. Not, it's not necessarily, you can't say we're starting out as a knas. Starting out as everything. And if it's starting out as everything, you don't have this overriding rule over here of the knas butter. What's the source of their dispute over here? Amar of Papa, Rib Shimon Savar, Lai Shavik Inashmidi the Kits. That when the father is coming with a claim against this defendant, what's his main focus? The fine or damage? So Rib Shimon says, Rib Papa says that Rib Shimon holds that a person's not going to walk away from the fine which has a set amount, and run after something that doesn't have, he's not sure what that value is. He's not sure what Bezan's going to say. Because again, embarrassment depends on the person creating the embarrassment, the person who was the victim of the embarrassment. You don't know exactly what it is. So when you're unsure, you, I don't know if it's like you're playing the lottery, but eh, you're going to run after it less. If you know that somebody owes you $100, $100. If you know somebody owes you a 50 shekel, silver shekel, you're going to go after that. That's the main thing you're going to focus on. And that main focus is a fine. That's Shiva. No, he says like this. You know what the main thing they're coming after is the money. Because the defendant can always admit to the fine and be off the hook. The money, you can If you say I broke somebody's window, you're not off the hook. You got to pay for the window. So what's the main focus you come after the money? Something that you know for sure you're going to get that he can't wiggle his way out of. They're not going to walk away from something that if he admits he won't be bought there from and instead go after the fine. What, according to Abana, what are you going to focus on? The actual money. 
Hence, bottom line says Rapapa, Machlekasin Rushimin, and the Rachacham as to whether we view the laws of seduction and violation to be knastika things or mamandika things is going to be based upon how this psychology of what exactly the the father and the girl were coming after at the time of their claim against the abuser. Okay? Gavaldik will hold it here for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. We'll pick up from here tomorrow evening. Same time, hopefully from Yerushalayim. Agitenacht.